For many writers, collection sounds like some exotic destination that they kind of believe they're never really going to be able to get to. Like you hear of other people going every now and then, but is it anybody you really know? I don't know. But you know what? I think collection is attainable by most writers. And I'm going to tell you how today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you create a better conversation with your horse. In these past six episodes, we have been talking all things the training scale. And if you haven't already, pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free and get the new free audio training to help you to find the gaps in your horse's training. Because you see, I think that the training scale can be used for all horses, all horses and all riders. (laughs) And I think it doesn't matter what discipline, what the goal is, what the plan is, it deepens the relationship when you really and truly can train your horse and move your horse forward in a way that is physically, mentally and emotionally good for your horse and good for you. That is where the conversation deepens. That's where you can move forward. Now, many riders understand the training scale as having a top, a pinnacle, a point, a the kind of the, the piece at the very top that is like, oh, it's right up there, like Mount Everest, just sitting there, perched there, and you're thinking, well, I'm never going to get there. And that, for many riders, is collection. And yes, true collection is, it it requires a lot, okay? <laughs> it, it really does. And I say true collection because I said at the beginning that many riders think they'll never get there. And then you have the other group of riders who feel like they go there all the time. Like, oh, I'm there. And meanwhile, back at the ranch. No, 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 no. That was not collection. That was some cheap imitation. That was not collection. You were not there. And then, of course, you have the third group of riders who get there regularly and visit there regularly. But I don't think they stay there. I don't think anybody stays in collection. Collection is like this place that you visit and you 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 kind of, it deepens everything for you and your horse going forward. And yes, as I said, it does take a lot of training. Why? Well, it takes a lot of physical development, first and foremost. It also takes a lot of mental development. And I feel it takes quite a bit of emotional strength as well. Because if you're holding anything while still allowing energy to flow through, there is always this want to let it out. It can feel uncomfortable. Now, for many riders who've worked with thoroughbreds when they come from the track, the halt can feel like that, eh? If you've been on a thoroughbred who just came from the track and you're asking them to halt and they're like, no, 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 I can't stay here. Golly gosh, I couldn't stay here. And they're like, it feels like they're going to burst because they are so emotionally underdeveloped in being able to just stand still, which sounds bizarre, but it is true. It is an emotional discomfort that they experience because you're asking them to do something very different to what they've ever been asked to do before. Now, collection can feel like that as well. It can feel uncomfortable emotionally. And this is why when we work with our horses, it is important that we are developing all aspects of them. I think mentally it comes to the horse understanding the questions that are asked. Does the horse really understand? And emotionally, of course, is how they feel about that. Um, Like we all know of the horse who can do the thing, 
but the horse doesn't believe he can do the thing and therefore he can't do it because that's what he believes. So it's important to just recognize that with your horse as well going forward. But a good kind of a way to begin to kind of get your head around collection. If collection hasn't been something that you've really understood or you've really been thinking about before, the whole concept is that the energy, instead of moving out, is moving up. Okay, so it's like the energy is going up rather than out. And one of the ways that you can play with this yourself, now do this where nobody's watching you, hey, but um, you can begin to jog. Okay, so on your own two feet, you could just jog. Now, obviously, you can't do that right now if you're driving your car or riding your horse. But if you're somewhere that nobody's really watching you, and I do stress that one, um, jog, jog, just go for a nice little jog. And I want you to now begin to play with lengthening your strides in jog and covering as much ground as you possibly can with each stride, but doing so while maintaining the rhythm and the tempo of the jog. So whatever the initial jog was, now you're lengthening, you're stretching, you're stretching here, hey? Okay, wonderful. Now, you're gonna bring it back to your normal jog. This time, we're gonna put that same level of effort in, but we're going to try and cover as little ground as possible. But the level of effort comes from the fact that your knees, you want to lift your knees as high as you can each stride you jog. So you're bringing your knees close to your chest, okay? You're lifting those knees up. And I want you to notice how physically tiring this is on your body, particularly if you're to maintain it while maintaining the rhythm and the tempo and all the other fun stuff that goes with it. Okay, now this is not exactly collection, okay? Collection does not have to be just up and it does not have to be on the spot, but it is that level of holding the energy within the container, you and your horse, and from there working with the energy while it is being held, okay? And it can feel uncomfortable. It can feel physically uncomfortable. It's tiring when you're not physically developed to do that. It can feel mentally uncomfortable because you're thinking, why am I doing this? What, what are we doing here? And then it can feel emotionally uncomfortable because, well, you kind of think it's just so much easier if I let the energy out. Must I just let it out? <laughs> like the horse in the halt, eh? But it is important to understand that there is training involved to get there. Now, that all being said and done, I do believe that you can begin working with your horse on collection pretty early in your horse's journey, okay? And I wouldn't say day one, eh? Let's, let's not go too far, okay? But I would say pretty early. And one of the ways that you can do this that many riders don't even realize that they do this is that they begin to work on very basic lateral work. And the one in particular that I want to talk about is turn on the forehand, okay? So with turn on the forehand, if it's done correctly, okay, um, and that I suppose that there is the key sentence, hey, um, if it is a good quality turn on the forehand, what is happening is that the rhythm of the walk is being maintained, but the horse is not actually walking forward. No, the horse is going around. It's going sideways instead of forward. And even more specifically, instead of just it going sideways, it's only the hindquarters going sideways. The front end, the front feet, the front legs, they are going to stay maybe not initially exactly on the spot. We can do a little semicircle, okay, with them, 
but they're staying very close to where they started. And can you see how by maintaining that rhythm, by maintaining the walk, the, the, the beat of a walk, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, the front legs have to what? They have to lift up instead of out. Does that make sense? And you can actually begin working on this. And what's lovely is that you have the rhythm. So the rhythm element is in there. If we think of all the steps of the training scale, okay, to get to collection, let's think about turn on the forehand. Let's talk about it all, okay? So we have the rhythm that must be maintained. The flexion must be maintained. That's suppleness, hey? You have the connection and the engagement has to be maintained both through the hindquarters, the core of the horse, and then also within the contact itself. It is all being maintained. And then you have the energy. So the energy has to continue to be created and it has to be continued to be directed within the container. That's your impulsion. And then you also, the horse has to remain straight while moving laterally. There's your straightness. And can you see how it all leads together to build to collection? And yet, turn on the forehand is a, is a movement or a schooling, <sighs> schooling exercise that many riders would do with quite a green horse. It doesn't have to be the world's most well-trained horse, eh? And many riders are doing it. So can you see that when you get really intentional about the exercises that you're using with your horse, exercises you do every single day in the arena, you can really and truly begin to develop all of the aspects of the training scale within your horse um, without doing anything fancy, anything wild and crazy. And, you know, you see these, oh gosh, I look some exercise and I think, holy moly, you need an army to set that up. That just looks complicated. Um, you don't need any of that fancy stuff. Yeah, they're fun sometimes, but you don't need them. You can go back to basics and you can use your basics to help you and your horse to move forward. Now, I want to, before I end up on this whole topic of collection, okay, I want to talk about collection in the rider. And the reason I want to talk about it is because I truly believe that so many riders are capping their horses. You see, I think, and this is after working with thousands of riders, that when a rider reaches a level where they are not willing to develop themselves anymore, they kind of feel like, I'm done. I'm, I'm here. I'm happy now. This is me. I'm a fantastic rider. And <laughs> please don't be that person ever. But if, if a rider is at that point, okay, I'm sure you're not, but, and you will never be. But if a rider is, what tends to happen is the horse, even if the horse is actually further along the journey, the horse will eventually revert back. And the rider's, the rider's level will dictate the horse's level, okay? And it will cap it, literally cap it. And where you see this a lot is with maybe sitting trot or a canter. Have you ever watched a rider ride the horse in the canter? And when it's a, like a fairly bog standard canter, there's not a whole lot happening, it's fine, but then as soon as a bigger question is asked, as soon as the rider asks for more, the rider can no longer ride the canter. And it's important to recognize this within your horse. Like I spoke about all those elements of the collection. What it tends to happen, I find, for many riders where, where the collection ends up not really being developed within the rider is the patience, it's the stillness, it's the willingness to be there with the energy, to feel all the feels as you want, okay? 
but then not to have to do anything. We tend to want to always do things. And as a writer, it's really important to learn that, to learn that skill of being able to wait, to just be present, to sit, to be still. That is collection. That is there. It's when the energy is there. The, the energy is available to do whatever you want it to do. But you're happy to just let it be there and to just let it unfold. Now, I'm not saying that you don't direct the energy in collection. You do. But it is such a big part of it is just being able to be with the energy. It's really, really important. Okay, if you would like to go deeper on all of the things that I've been speaking about over the past six episodes and you want to find out where to start because hey we spoke about a lot of things eh we spoke about relaxation and rhythm and suppleness and contact and impulsion and straightness and today we talked about collection you can get a free audio training it's finding the gaps in your horse's training um, and you can use it on your horse so you can just listen to it as you ride there's a couple of exercises there that are going to help you begin to identify where potentially you can start to work with your horse in the arena this coming week if you want you can get it over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free and of course there will be a link available in the show notes as well okay i hope you have a great week keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye